Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Hi everybody, welcome to Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann. We're coming to you on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. And tonight, I'll tell you, we've got a wonderful program for you. We're going to be interviewing Anita Destino, and our topic is going to be on everything you wanted to know about meditation. And I just want to say, she does know everything, well, almost whatever, but there's a lot to know about it. She's an expert. So, Angela, could you introduce our guest tonight? I sure will. Um, Anita Destino is the founder of Journey Within, located in Lakewood, Colorado. She's also a certified angel therapy practitioner, inspirational teacher, professional intuitive reader, and energy healer, having logged over 10,000 hours of teaching and private coaching. On a personal note, Anita and her husband have three children, four cats, and Anita, being a dog lover, gets to enjoy her dog fix during her pet energy healings. Hey, pets need help too. She enjoys mountain biking, scuba diving, and playing volleyball, and I heard maybe ballroom dancing. Um, Anita currently resides in Lakewood, Colorado. Welcome, Anita. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for oh, having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Anita, we, we just want to get right into this, and uh, our show you know, is all about how to make this world a better place, and I love this idea, you know, meditation. It's becoming more popular. It's becoming less scary. A lot more people are doing it. So what I'm, what I'm really going to enjoy tonight is how you take us into this thing, how we can all benefit from this and, and what it does in our life and that it's real. And so, you know, I just, I guess the first question I'd love to ask you is, uh, how, why did you start this journey within this school? I mean, how did, how did all this come about? Well, it started uh, in my 20s. I was really, um, I had a lot of digestion issues. I was kind of sick and the doctors really didn't know what was going on with me. And, and they just wanted to give me medication. Well, it's like I didn't want medication because I wanted to heal what was going on with my body. And then I started seeking alternative ways of healing, and then I got introduced to meditation. And then so throughout my 20s and 30s, I met different teachers and learned different techniques. And as I learned the different techniques that worked for me, my life really changed. It changed um, in a good way. And then so then what I did was I took all the bits and pieces that I learned from all the different spiritual teachers that I had, and then I created Journey Within because I am ready to teach other people how to change their life because I know how much meditation has changed my life. 
Cool. Wow, that's really awesome. And how long has this school been around that you've uh, started? Well, I have been doing this since um, the early 2000s, and then, but I did create Journey Within in 2008. Wow, that's a long time. Well, just to get right into it, uh, Anita, um, how is this different? I think a lot of people would ask, how is this different from prayer? And, and it's, you know, it's just people don't really understand. You know, they're like, well, prayer should be enough, but meditation is something different. Could you tell us about that? Yes. Um, so I love the saying that Dr. Wayne Dyer said. He said, prayer is talking to God and intuition is God talking to you. And so I grew up Catholic, and so I grew up with prayers, but my prayers that I was taught were just certain words and didn't teach you how to pray on your, you know, from your heart in that way. And so when you pray, for me, let me explain my experiences. When I would pray when I was younger, it was more about asking or telling them or, um, you know, like the Our Father, right? It's like I said the words of the Our Father. I didn't really know what they meant. You know, I didn't really absorb everything until later on in life. And then so now meditation, it's different because meditation is able, you're able to go inward and start to find who you are on a soul level. And then you can quiet your mind, you can quiet your body, and you can start doing healing work on your body as you're doing the meditation, where prayer you're not really sitting too much quiet. I mean, yes, you pray when you go to church or if you go to a gravesite and you pray, but it's not about healing yourself. It's asking somebody to help or to help heal you when you actually have the power to heal yourself from within. Wow, and we don't we don't have to be afraid of this, do we? Because you know how a lot of a lot of people in Christianity say that you know an idle mind is a devil workshop. Don't go into the silence. Don't empty your mind. How would you like you you know explain that you know to people that might be a little bit fearful or whatever? I mean, I know yes. we've come a long way, but if you could touch on that a little bit. Yes. Well, I've had this conversation quite a bit with my family because, like I said, I grew up Catholic, and so. Sometimes we don't talk about what I do, and some of them are, like, really telling me it's like you're doing the devil's work and da-da-da-da-da. Well, I don't believe that because let's look at the Ten Commandments. Somehow the energy was getting channeled into for them to write the Ten Commandments, so they have some kind of intuition that's coming in. And, you know, I love the meditation part of it because I am very spiritual. So it's like I know that there's a higher consciousness, and I know that I believe in God. So whether you want to call it God, Source, Universe whatever. To me, it's the same thing. It's just driving a different car to get there. Okay. And so with the meditation, it allows you to connect to you, your spirit, and it allows you to connect to source, whatever you want to call source or God. And so it allows you that freedom. And one of the things like my father, I took him to a non-denominational church one year for Christmas Eve, um, for Christmas mass. And he was so afraid Excuse me. He was so afraid because he was going to go to hell because he's crossing, you know, religions here. And I'm like, Dad, you're not going to. You're going to love it. You'll be fine. And then so when we walked out of there, and he says, I feel closer to God than I did ever have before. Mm. So opening up your mind and opening up your heart to different experiences and not being afraid is huge because I know um, we can be full of fear. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, Anita, I was just going to ask you, you know, the whole thing about that we heal ourselves just kind of always bothers me. It's kind of like I'm bypassing God and I'm going to take care of myself. Thank you very much. Can you comfort me a little bit on that? You bet. You bet. And so um, God gave us all the resources we need right in our body. So when I say we can heal ourselves, it's not that I'm just my mind is allowing me to heal, but I'm also connecting to source, God. If you say, um, I'm comfortable saying God. I know it kind of depends on who I'm talking to, what I say. Uh Um, But but when when I connect to God, I have God's energy, or I imagine like this golden beam of light coming from God, and it's coming right to me, either to my body part or maybe to the top of my head, and allows me to think differently or... um, it allows me to release any energy that I might have stuck in our body. So when I have an injury or when I'm sick, it's pain is trapped energy, 
And so when you talk to God, when you connect with God, it's allowing God to come in and take that pain away, take that heaviness away, take that energy away, so that way you can heal. So when I say you're healing yourself, what you're doing is you're empowering yourself to release. You're forgiving yourself for holding on to whatever it is that's causing this pain or illness and allowing God to come into your heart, into your body, and do the healing work with you. Gotcha. And you're allowing, so, you know, and you're doing the work of, you know, letting his energy and love into you, the light in. So instead of, it sounds like instead of dictating, I know when, when I started to meditate years ago, um, you know, at one point I was telling God everything. And when I went out to some of the monasteries that were silent monasteries and just sat there, they said, you're actually sitting before, in a sense, like the divine physician, the Christos energy, and and you're allowing instead of dictating it. Does that sound right, Anita? Correct. Yes. Yes. Because a lot of times, and that's what prayer, prayer is putting it out there where meditation is allowing it to come through your body, come into your body. Yeah. And, and you know, when I meditate too, um, I, I kind of make sure that whenever a thought starts to come in, I just gently dismiss that thought, like, you know, not right now. Right. And so I don't see how they say it's a devil's workshop because I'm dismissing any kind of thoughts that are coming in. So why do people get that? I think it's just based on fear. It's fear because, um, you don't fear of the unknown is basically mm-hmm. the bottom line. It's just fear. And it's fear of being controlled where it's like if you're connecting and if you're living a good life and you are connected to God source or heaven, whatever you want to call it, then you're going to bring that good into your body. And again, like I, I even said to one of my cousins, I don't really know the whole Bible and everything, but there was a burning bush. And I believe that that burning bush was speaking, right? And so there's intuition that's coming. So did the bush really talk or was it intuition that was coming into the head? And that's, again, God talking to you, right? Prayer is talking to God and intuition is God talking to you. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's really interesting. Wow. So how how exactly, I'll just say, you know, like we'll get into this after the commercial break, but I just want to talk about, you know, how exactly this works, you know, could you tell us a little bit about that? How this, how, what do you do? Do you sit down? Do you stand up or what do you do? Well, there's actually different kinds of meditation. So what I do in my personal daily life is sometimes I have an active meditation, meaning like I'll meditate when I'm brushing my teeth, when I'm taking a shower, even like if I'm waiting at a stoplight, right? You have two minutes. You might as well utilize that two minutes instead of worrying about something else, connect and meditate. You can meditate with your eyes open. And then mm-hmm. sometimes I'll meditate, sit in a chair, and I'm quiet. Sometimes I do have a timer next to my chair because if I do go deep into it, I kind of go unconscious. <laughs> okay. You know, I start falling asleep, but I have a timer right. set, for, set for 10 minutes because that's going to give me 10 minutes. And then if I start falling asleep, the timer will go off to wake me up. All right, okay. Anita. Wait, wait, we're going to have to take a, a uh, commercial break. And uh, when we get back, we're going to be back with Anita Destino coming up right after the break. And uh, you can learn more about our guest at anitadestino.com. Okay, you're listening to the Heart to Heart Radio Show on the X-Zone Broadcast Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You can learn more about our show by visiting Heart to Heart Radio Show or check out our personal website, prodigaljourneys.com. Again, we'll be right back after the commercial break. Again, you're listening to the Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, 
international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. All right, we're back. Tonight our guest is Anita Destino, and uh, our topic tonight is everything you wanted to know about meditation. And Anita, we just wanted to continue on. Uh, we're going deep here into this meditation, and, and you did mention that it can affect our health. So could, yeah. you, could you elaborate on that a little bit for us? Yes, and especially nowadays, you know, because there's a lot of stress and there's a lot of tension. And um, so I noticed for me when I've done med- when I started meditation, I used to have a lot of low back pain. Again, I mentioned I had digestion problems. I would have major headaches a lot of times. And so when you start meditating, it really starts to improve your health. I mean, even from lowering your blood pressure or just allowing you to start to relax. And then when I'm talking about um, how it lowers your blood pressure, it's because you release stress and you release tension. And sometimes we are, have a lot of anxiety, and anxiety is, you know, we're worried about the future, or sometimes we're in, um, depressed or sad, and that's um, hanging on to something from the past. And um, I know, like, for me, whenever I have a sports injury, um, when I have a lot of pain, and again, I said pain is trapped energy. So just by sitting in a meditation or, like I said, an active meditation, um, you can help release that energy. So just even saying hello to that body part, like hello elbow, you know, then your elbow knows that you know you're giving it some attention and you're loving it, and so then that way can it can start to loosen up that energy that's stuck in your elbow or whatever body part that's um, injured or um, tense. Hey, Anita, can we go back to the? Um different ways that you meditate. So you talked about the one where you're sitting in the car and or you're working or doing something in the kitchen. You're just talking and meditating. I'm sorry, you're sitting and being quiet and meditating. Not sitting, you're you're working and meditating. And yeah. and what else what what else how does how else does it work and how else do you do it the meditation process besides okay, that? So yes. Yeah, so another one that I really love to do and now that um it's coming springtime in Colorado, you know, so I love our spring and summertime is I like to mountain bike or even just road bike. And so when I get on my bike, and then again, like I said, that's an active meditation. So even though I'm riding the bike, I'm paying attention to traffic, I'm just watching the other bikers and pedestrians that are on there, but it's like it's a way for me to just quiet my mind or I really connect to the land and connect to the um, to the planet and connect to my mind and connect to heaven, and I just enjoy my moment. And so my riding is another active meditation. And so uh, I try to, I call it stealing. I steal moments all around the time. Because even like if I'm waiting in line for the po- at the post office, instead of sitting there looking at my watch and complaining about, you know, if it's taking 10 minutes, I just kind of sit there and just kind of like bask in that golden beam of light from God that I had mentioned earlier and just kind of like, oh, I love this day. I love this post office. You know, and I just use... Use it as a positive thing instead of a negative thing, and that way I can help other people. By the time I get up to the clerk at the post office, then they're like, hey, you know, yeah, it's a little yeah. bit easier to work with them. Mm-hmm. I've been finding I'm doing that more and more. It's really nice. I, it's, yeah. I love it that that's meditation. You know, I didn't even realize that I was doing that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's a consciousness. It's a, it's a consciousness of bringing your awareness of being and right here, right now. Yes. 
You know, what's interesting about this, Anita, you know, I always thought, you know, meditation was just relaxing. You know, you see people sitting there still, but from what we're talking about here, there's a lot more going on. There's real energy, real God energy. You're talking about seeing a golden light. I know Miriam Williamson saw golden light above her head. Is that something we all see or do we have to see it? Or is it something you see and that, that you feels good with you? Well, the gold feels good for me. I know I, when I'm teaching classes, it's like I tell them to, you know, if there's a color that resonates with you, some people like to have a green color or some people like to have a blue color. But to me, it's, um, for me, gold and green actually is, you know, two of my favorite colors whenever I'm trying to work with something. And I believe everybody has this. Everybody has intuition. It's just listening to it because how many times do you say oh i knew that was going to happen or oh i knew i shouldn't have done that right? right that was your intuition telling you something or warning you but when you're in meditation you can get that and us being human we cannot really quiet our mind to like there's no thinking that just doesn't happen because we're human but at least if we can control our thoughts and turn down that thinker, I call it a monkey mind, if we can turn it down so that way we can at least start to quiet down, then you can start to listen to your body. You can start listening to, you know, um, you know, your spiritual guides or your guardian angels or you can start listening to God or whatever. Interesting. I know you mentioned that it's a form of communication. And that's what, when I guess my next question was, what are we communicating with? You, you had mentioned, can you deliberately like talk to angels or is it God or is it what, or is it all of them or, or what, what, how do we direct that or do we? Yes, it's all of the above. Uh, I do it a lot to connect with my body. So sometimes it's kind of like, okay, why do I have a headache? Okay. It's like, head, talk to me. What am I holding on to? What am I worried about? Am I stressing about something? So it's like I connect with my body so my body can tell me or it's like or it's like I mentioned like an elbow. It's like why is my elbow hurting? It's like a weird place for me to hurt. Nothing. I didn't do anything. And then I listen to my body. It's like what am I grasping onto too hard or I just kind of listen to my body that way. And it's kind of it feels like you're making things up, which is great because it's coming from somewhere. Okay. And so whenever you talk to your your angels or your, you know, your guardian angels or um, when you talk to God, right? It's like you are talking to them. So it's like open up and listen to what comes back. And so a lot of times people tell me, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. It's like, no, you're having the conversation in your head. You're just dismissing it. Mm -hmm. You think it's yourself talking to yourself and, you know, sometimes yeah. you'll catch that. No, I wouldn't have thought that that was completely left field. I never would have thought it. And then you realize, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing all right. You know, it's funny to me how people just think, yeah, no, I, I can't hear God. It's like you hear God all the time. You just start recognizing it. That's right, the real right. truth, you know. Mm -hmm. And and even if you like hear the birds chirping in the, you know, in the background or, you know, you see a squirrel walking across the tree branch or something. Right. It's like that's a little sign from God to bring you like whoop, come back right here mm. you know because we worry about the future we're in the future too much mm. or mm. we're back in the past too much and so when you when you um pray and when you meditate or it brings you right back here and that way you can communicate and ask questions you know ask god you know whatever it is that's bothering you or if you're having issues or if you're grieving then go ahead and communicate with your guardian angels or god and just spill your guts out <laughs> And then it's like, help me release this. Help me, give me messages. I like to say, make it clear and obvious. Make mm -hmm. it clear and obvious what is my next step. Make it clear and obvious who I'm supposed to talk to. Make mm -hmm. it clear and obvious, and then just ask your question. And believe me, your guides and angels and God will make it clear and obvious of what to do. Will, will yeah. there be a difference, Anita? Like, can you tell if it's like Holy Spirit or angels, or will it just be a sign? When, when you start asking specific questions like me, I've got a knee that's giving me problems. So what I, when I, when I went into meditation, would I say, you know, God help me? Or would I say, I call on my angels, which I don't know their names, or I, I, I've never communicated with a guardian angel before. So I'm just curious what, how I would do that or how somebody with an injury would do that. 
Yes. Okay. So let's use your knee for an example. So if you're in meditation, again, you can, if this golden light feels good for you, um, I always say, what do what's right for you. So if the golden light feels good for you, you can have that golden beam of light. It's kind of like the Star Trek, right? Beam me up, Scotty. You know, mm-hmm. that golden light, just let it come to your knee and allow that golden energy to start to beam into your knee and start to heal. And if you ask, help me release what is trapped in my knee, help my knee, my knee heal. Okay, so it's asking them to help you release whatever you're holding on to. Okay, so, and you don't have to have their names or you don't need to know, you know, how many angels are right by your side or if you believe in angels or if you believe in spirit guides. The key is to believe that you are connecting to source and Mm -hmm. source is going to help you heal and bring that golden energy or if you like green or if you like purple whatever that energy is to come to that area of your body and start to help you release that energy. Because, again, pain is trapped energy. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, it always fascinates me how that, you know, I heard different people saying that different colors are helpful to one person and a different color to another person at different times in their life. Do you, do you have any thought on that? or? Yes, because, um, again, it goes back to what is right for you. You know, I can, I can see if I have a room full of 10 people, right, and I can see the color red, red is going to mean different things for different people. So it's not like I do not have a blanket of red means anger, okay? When I see red in 10 different people, it could be joy, it can be happy, it can be sad, it can be, you know, anxious, um, and it could be peace, you know. So it's whatever feels right for you at that moment and at different times of your life, you know, because if you're going through a period, I had a very, not that I had a, a scary childhood, but my I was very scared because no one, I couldn't talk to anybody about what I was seeing, talking to God, talking to Jesus, you know, talking to my angels. I couldn't really talk to anybody because I was, you know, in my in my Catholic Spanish Catholic family, I was being a little witch. Don't do that. Quit making a scene. Da, 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 da. So I had to keep my mouth quiet. And so I had a scary childhood because I would see people, right? I would go to the cemetery. I would see people at the cemetery, oh, dead wow. people. And Uh-oh. I had to keep my mouth we, quiet, you know. We have to take a break already, you guys. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Okay. We're going to take a commercial break, Anita. And uh, we'll be right back with Anita Destino. And our topic tonight is everything um, everything you wanted to know about meditation. And you can contact Anita at her website, anitadestino.com. Or you can call her at area code 720-413-7303. You've been listening to the Heart to Heart Radio with Dan and Ann on the X-Zone Radio Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You can listen to a replay of this show at heart2heartradioshow.com. That's a T-W-O in there. You can reach Dan and Ann by going to our website, prodigaljourneys.com. All right, we'll be right back after the commercial break. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. 
Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. All right, we're back. We've been talking with our guest, Anita Destino. And uh, we've been discussing uh, different aspects of meditation tonight. And uh, the title of our show is Everything You Wanted to Know About Meditation. And Anita, we're just, we're just so glad that you joined us tonight. And uh, we're learning so much about meditation. And if you could just kind of pick up where you left off. I know you were talking about seeing different colors in your meditation. And, and I, I guess I want to throw this out. Sometimes when I just meditate and close my eyes, I don't know why, but in my middle of my eyes, I sometimes see purple and green and breaking up into little fragments. And is that have is that like meditation, what I'm doing there? Yes. So what it is, is you're actually seeing energy. So when I say seeing, sometimes we hear things, we see things, we just know things. Okay, so when you're in meditation and the different colors, that's just either energy leaving or energy that's coming through, coming back into your body. So in the, and like I said earlier, the different colors don't mean a certain thing. You can always say, hmm, I wonder what that purple feels like or what does it look like or um, what does that mean to you? And then just trust that message that comes into your head, right? Just, and again, it feels like you're making it up, but it's coming from somewhere. It's something that's in your brain, that's knowing this, your intuition is telling you, okay, purple means this. And purple that's... might mean something different than today than if you do it tomorrow and you have purple and it means something different. So, so is there a certain amount of time before, like when you go into meditation, do you have an intention before you go in or do you go in and wait till you drop to a certain point and then ask these questions or, or we're just trying to get the how to meditation, you know, is it, you know, how do I access or how do I direct the energy? Is it before, during, or, or how does that work? Well, I actually do on all different occasions. So sometimes if I know I'm going to, if there's a specific thing I want to work on or have questions on, or like I said, like healing a certain body part, or like if my shoulders are tense, I'll go in. It's like, okay, what is in my arms? What is in my shoulders? Right? And then so I have that intention of going into that meditation of like, okay, what is back here? What am I going to release? And then there's days where it's just like, oh, I just know I'm going to benefit by sitting down and meditating. And then sometimes I'll even start my day by sitting in the chair and kind of looking at what is my day like. Oh, I have this meeting. I have this meeting. Oh, I have to do this and this and this. So it's like you set the intention of how your day is going to flow with ease. And then that way you can have everything accomplished by the end of your day. Or there's sometimes where it's like I just sit there and meditate, or, you know, I start to get into my meditation space and sometimes I get into it fast and sometimes it's like okay this is not working today mm-hmm, right but yeah my my brain is just I have too much going on in my monkey mind and it's just not working but then it's like okay at least if I sat in the chair for five minutes at least I did something 
Yes, yes, I agree with that. Hey, Anita, you know how you were talking about in the last segment about, you know, I'm sure lots of people see things. Um, and, like when you were a kid, you know, and you started seeing things, you didn't, you couldn't talk to anybody about it. That, that that's just that's not fun for people to not be able to tell anybody what they're seeing. What what did you end up doing? Did you just finally tell somebody, or what happened? Yeah, I was actually yeah. Well, my. Angels would not leave me alone, which I'm very grateful now. But then I was, you know, like I said, I was kind of a little scared because I didn't know what to do. And then um, it was basically in my 20s when I started getting sick when uh, I got pushed into different directions of here, talk to this, here, find this. And so I had, I did everything. I did um, my palm read, my astrology chart read, went to different psychics. You know, it's like, can't you teach me what this is? And so once I started finding my teachers, you know, they say when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Mm. And then, then I started feeling comfortable owning what I have. You know, some people call it a gift. Some people call it a curse. <laughs> but I love I love what I do, and I love when I meditate because then I can help other people by the information or connecting to God that mm-hmm. I'm getting so that way I can help them. That's wonderful. Did you did did you ever sense that there were evil at any point, or are there some evil and some good, and how do you tell them apart? Um. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of a tricky question. I like to say <laughs> because yeah. I yes, there are lower vibrations, and then there are higher vibrations. So I have never really felt the lower heavy um, Dance evil ones. Mm-hmm. vibrations, right? Um, they're just lower angel, I mean, lower spirits that are just lost. And so when I've come across them, at least now I know how to, when I meditate, I'm like, okay, please, God, help these, you know, spirits, and I send them on their way. Yeah, like in the graveyard. Remember when you said in the graveyard where you saw, yeah. you see things. Mm-hmm. So what did you do to help them? Well, when I was little, I didn't do anything because I was just too afraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but when I was little, I did see all the darker colors. And darker, what doesn't mean evil, it just was heavy. They were just heavy because they were lost. Now that now, I know what it means. It was that they were just lost. Okay. Okay. And then now, when I see, or like when I stay at the family hotel, I've stayed there. And boy, that's a whole other story there, right? But whenever mm. you stay at the family hotel, it's like, you can feel those different spirits, and I just kind of hook them up to the God. It's like, okay, God, come in and take these guys. They're here. They're lost, you know, and send them wow. on their way. I got That's a question sweet. for you. I'm sorry, Angela. No, no go ahead. Um, yeah, I got a question for you, Anita. Um, do you work with autistic kids? Yes, I do. I know I know. Sean Allison was on our show before, and uh, and you both, I think, worked together at some point, but he uh he he was mentioned about autistic kids so could could i just ask you like how maybe would you help an autistic kid the reason i'm asking is because it's like an epidemic it i is. mean you know for i don't know if they've been drugged or taken drugs or too many shots or or what it is but how would you help if i if i could ask that how would you even help an autistic kid is it what is getting him to meditate okay so sometimes it's not really meditate but we can Kids are fantastic to teach meditation to or teach um, spiritual tools to because they don't have, they don't have the, um, the outside world telling us not to do this, okay? And so I, first thing I always, when I meet with, meet with an autistic kid or even with the parents, it's like, okay, we're going to imagine we have an imaginary shield around you. And, boy, they can picture that shield just like that because they have their imagination, so a lot of times the autistic or the ADD, ADHD, you know, all the little labels that people are given to the kids nowadays, what it is is they're just so sensitive to the energy around them, and the key thing is to put some kind of protection or boundary around them so that way that energy can't penetrate, and then that'll help settle them down. That's Have you ever cool. seen one healed? Have you ever seen one, like, snap out of it, if you will, or, or is that kind of too much? Um, I have not, but I've seen how it can, how the meditation can help them. So again, it's not really a sit down and be quiet meditation. It's active meditation. Okay. All right. Well, you know, another question I I wanted to ask is chakras. One, I I just wanted to ask what are chakras and how does meditation influence chakras? Yes. So the word chakra comes from a Sanskrit and a chakra means 
wheel or a circle or a vortex. And so we have seven major chakras in our body. And so I like to say they're lined up like ice cream scoops along our spine. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if your chakra is too open, we're going to collect everyone else's energy in our body, which is um, sometimes I call it an empath. You can be an empath that way. Okay. And then if they're too small, then we feel stuck and stagnant, and that's when illnesses start to happen. And so when we meditate, it helps us align and adjust all of our chakras so that way we can be more balanced. And being more balanced, you can be more in alignment with your spirit and with your body. You can be in alignment with God, um, with source. And so our chakras are pretty vital to our body because that's how our body gets energy because it's an energy source. So it's an opening for our life force to flow in and out of our bodies, okay? And so when they're stuck and stagnant, then, you know, we feel slow, we feel sluggish. You know, again, I mentioned that's when illnesses start to happen. So if you can just visualize ice cream scoops, seven ice cream scoops on top of each other lined up in your body, and you can picture them being nice circles in a straight line, then that'll help you have a smoother day or a smoother evening. Interesting. Do we do we have to like set up straight or you know how they say get your spine the kink out of your spine and sit a certain way and fold your legs? Like I don't think I could fold my legs like that and sit down. You know, I'm sorry, but you know, I you know, but I see these people doing it and I'm like, how do they get into that position and how do they get up? You know, after they get mm-hmm. in that position, you know. Right. But right. Is, is there some trueness to straighten your spine and all that stuff? Well. Um, yes and no. I can't say don't do this because i probably done it, <laughs> right? But it's like, yes, if you sit up straight, it allows the body, the energy to flow through your body. But again, like I said, I ride my bike when I do, when I meditate. So I'm not in a straight line, but my spine is pretty straight. But when I sit, sometimes I'll sit with my legs out like in a recliner, right? Or if you're laying in bed, you know, you're straight. So I can't say don't cross your legs or, you know, they have to be straight because I do that. Yeah. That's good to know. That's, that's a limitation. It could be a limitation. So it's nice if you don't have to worry about it so much, you know. Right. And if what feels comfortable for you, so it's getting in a position that feels comfortable. That's the key is being comfortable. If you're comfortable sitting, you know, cross leg, great. If you're comfortable sitting in a recliner, fantastic, right? There's no, wrong or right way to do it it's your way your way is just, the right way just so you're not moving around so much you're really being still okay uh we're gonna have to take a commercial break anita angela and uh when we come back we'll continue our discussion with our guest tonight anita destino and uh her website is very easy it's anita destino d-e-s-t-i-n-o dot com anita destino dot com and uh You can call her also at her phone at uh, area code 720-413-7303. And you're listening to Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. For more information about Heart to Heart Radio Show, visit hearttoheartradioshow.com. Or you can check out our website, prodigaljourneys.com. We'll be right back. They are here and they've been here for thousands of years making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Christopher Fulton is a survivor of the National Security State. 
All he wanted to do was preserve history when he acquired a Cartier watch from the estate of President Kennedy's personal secretary. But that simple act set off a terrible chain reaction. He was pursued by the U.S. Justice Department and the FBI, thrust into the middle of the U.S. government's Assassination Records Review Board, even monitored and pursued by the Russian government. All because that Cartier watch was the missing link of evidence, a timepiece worn by JFK that fateful day in Dallas, a link resulting in Christopher being incarcerated and attacked for nine years because he opened a hidden chapter in history. The intriguing journey outlined fully in Christopher Fulton's memoir, The Inheritance, is available now through Trinday.com or Amazon.com. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination by Christopher and Michelle Fulton is a must-read, an incredible tale of how easily our own government can overrule justice. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination. All right, we're back. You're listening to Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann. And our guest this hour has been Anita Destino. And you can reach Anita at her website, anitodestino.com. Or you can go to her website at selfcareresults.com. That's selfcareresults.com. And you can also reach them at area code 720-413-7303. And uh, that's 720-413-7303. Okay, tonight we're we're just having, Anita, we're just having the most wonderful discussion here about meditation. I I just really enjoying the depth and the understanding and the experiential wisdom that you have from using this technique in your own life. I mean, meditation and really explaining it for us really well. Thank you for that. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And could you, okay, go ahead, Angela. So about those chakras, again, before we move on to the next topic. Um, So, you know how they talk about, you know, you have to clear a certain chakra. So yeah. like, how might you decide which one you need to clear, where you need to focus? How do you figure that out and how do you decide that? Okay, so um, a lot of times your physical body will tell you, right? If you have a bellyache, that's mm. your third chakra. It sits right in your middle of your body. If you have a headache, it's probably going to be um, your sixth chakra right. or your seventh chakra. Mm-hmm. So just kind of allow your body to tell you, right? If you have digestion issues, that's going to be your second chakra. Um, you know, like if you have low back pain, it could be lower, um, it could be your second chakra or your first chakra. So it's allowing your body to tell you, you know, what, listen to your body, basically. Yeah, like maybe if you can't, you know, you're having a hard time like, getting your voice, you know, like you, you just can't, you have a quiet little squeaky, squeaky quiet voice, you yeah. might realize that it's your throat chakra, right? Something like Correct. that. Correct. Yeah. And like, and so like with me, all of a sudden, you know, the last couple of days I had this random cough. I didn't know why. So it's like, but to me, I knew I was cleaning my fifth chakra so that way I can speak clearly, you know, so when I'm talking with you guys, I can have a clear, a clear voice so that way you can hear what I have to say. Wow. How many, how many uh, types of meditation? I, I just want to share a few that I, I've heard of. But I've heard of like Lectio Divino. I've heard where, where you sit in the silence with no dictation, the less you say, the better. And then there was the one where you read a scripture and then you meditate on that. Um, that might have that might have been Lectio. I don't know. But then there's another one where uh, it, it's sort of like a, a guided meditation. And I'm just wondering how many types are there? Is, is there like 20 or 10 Oh, I would probably have to say there's probably thousands of different kinds of meditation um, because it's, wow. I don't think there's just, again, I don't think there's a one way or a right way. It's going to be what feels right for you. You know, I know that they also have meditation where it's like you say a mantra the whole time, you know, as you're getting into meditation. Um, but that's just to get your body to settle down, give your mind something to do. But I would, ha- I don't even, I don't even know the number of how many different types of meditations there are. Is, is it like beginner and, and is there stages like beginner and advanced or is it just find one that works? Um, yes. <laughs> yes to all above. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, because um, I enjoy having a guided meditation because I just like to, I like to just sit and have somebody walk me through something. And so that's what I love about like um, different programs and, um, you know, something that I do is we do a guided meditation. So it's like we guide people through meditation so that way you can visualize, use your imagination, 
you know, okay, imagine this going on and have this happening. And, and so it's like I like listening to those meditations because then I don't have to think about it. I'm just doing instead of thinking. Mm. But then there's times where it's easier for me just to um, sit in silence. You know, so like when I'm going to sleep, that's another time when I try to meditate too. So it's like I'm trying to close my mind, just kind of settle down. It's like, okay, I'll deal with that tomorrow. I'll see that person tomorrow. You know, and I start to let everybody go so that way I can start to calm down to go to sleep. Yeah, Dan will even tend to have some bad dreams if he doesn't, you know, calm himself down. If he's got got negative thoughts going on, he'll have really bad dreams, you know. He's real sensitive. Well, you know, a weird one is when I pray before I go to bed. I have bad dreams. I mean, really bad. I don't know if I've opened up a channel, <laughs> but if I go to bed, it sounds weird. But when I start praying and I, you know, start praying and I fall asleep, I, sometimes I have my worst nightmares, you know? Yeah. If you fall asleep oh. while you're, while you're met, you know, right? Yeah. Dan? Yeah. Well, and, and sometimes when that happens, it's because that is spirit trying to get your attention. And the only way to get your attention is by giving you that kind of a dream to shake you up. Because if it was all about, clouds and puppy dogs and you know sweet little kittens you know you might not get the message but when you have a, a you know a, an uncomfortable dream there's a message there it's trying to like hello pay attention so it's just you oh, know, trying to get your attention how how long do you does a beginner start do you, is it like five minutes i know you said you do it throughout the day but do you try to do it longer and longer or is it not really that it's not like so disciplined like Kriya yoga, you, you know, meditation, you know, it's, I think it, it sometimes goes longer and longer, you know what I mean? Is that an advantage right. or, or, or what? Well, it's, it's kind of like building a muscle, right? It's like, it's building your muscle to quiet your mind. So it's like, if you can start off with two minutes at a time, great. Cause then it's like two minutes longer than what you did yesterday. And if it lads, if you can do it for 10 seconds, great. Then you did it for 10 seconds. And then it's just like building your stamina, right? It's like if you can do it for 10 seconds, then maybe you can do it for a minute and then maybe five minutes and then, um, you know, 20 minutes. Uh, I think a lot of times it kind of it's a personal preference. It's I can't really go more than an hour at a time uh, just because unless I fall asleep. <laughs> gotcha. Because <laughs> you know, I don't really like going to deep sleep by that time. But, you yeah. know, it's kind of a personal preference of how long you want to go and how long is beneficial for you at that moment. Yeah, I notice when Dan meditates, he'll, he'll like to start. It's, it's almost like he's slightly snoring, like he's half in and half out. Yes. Well, that's mm-hmm. when he see. That's when he sees the most things, like all kinds of amazing spiritual things. You know, he'll see, and it's usually all in that kind of that little part awake, part asleep spot right there, yes. the sweet spot. You know. Yeah, I love that sweet spot, and that's yeah. kind of what I like to do. Is like I always tell people, it's like I don't mind if you start going unconscious because that's that sweet spot. And what's happening is your spirit and your ego is stepping aside and mm. you're allowing source spirit to come through and communicate with you. So it's like your yes. ego is out of the way and you're receiving your messages at that moment. Yeah, yeah you know what? Yeah, and you know what happens with me is I kind of like go under. I call it going under. I'm just kind of sitting there being still. And then it's kind of like I, I go out and then I wake up within the meditation and that's when i start seeing first i might see colors but then all of a sudden a face will appear i mean i i hate to say that you know it sounds crazy but i have seen jesus um i've seen saint germain i've seen different people in this meditation i've also seen thousands of faces within you know i don't know if you call it the third eye or the pineal gland, but in that middle place between my two eyes i've seen I've sort of woken up and seen thousands of images and just real interesting stuff like that. So I know there's something very powerful going on with meditation. And have, and have you have you seen stuff like that? Or have you, uh, Here's one thing I wanted to ask you. Have you seen like a miracle, like somebody's legs pop in or anything like that in, a, in the middle of a meditation? Have you seen like something extraordinary in all your years? You've been in it a long time. Yeah, Um I think more of what I see is like maybe sections, meaning like let's say like where 9-11, when 9-11 happened, right, it's like you would think it would be all heavy and negative energy, but I saw so much love and light happening on those twin towers where I felt that peace because 
there was so much healing happening at that moment and the pain was being taken out and the love was pouring oh. in at that moment. So Whoa. That was probably one of my like moments. <laughs> that yeah. is so cool. That anchored what I was doing was right because I was sending love to the Twin Towers and the other places too, but you know, focusing on the Twin Towers and just sending my love and connecting to God. And it's just like I saw this, this whole you were beam connected. Of light. Wow. Yeah. And everybody else was doing the same thing, or many people were praying. Yeah. For, and yeah. that, that, you know, and plus, you know, the firemen were praying like crazy, you know, and help me get yeah. through this, Lord. And wow, wow, you know, that's so cool. You know, in the hardest times, God's there, you know? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I just got it, the chills from head to toe just talking about this. <laughs> me too. Me too, wow. actually. Well, you know, uh, here's my, here's the thought. Yeah. How, do, how does somebody get started with these classes? I mean, I think everybody should know more about this, and I think they'd feel safe. I, I think you and Sean are such gentle souls, and your intentions are, are just wonderful, peaceful. Let's, let's let her tell us, Dan. We're running out of okay. time. we got yep. 45 oh, yeah. seconds. Okay. You got it. Okay, so uh, you can sign up for classes on my website, but then there's also, I want to say is that there's always – um, best to research around to see who is the most beneficial for each person because if you find somebody who resonates with you, I say go with that person or go with that school and um, and you just know in your heart if these are the right people that you want to work with or mm-hmm. you know because there's so much um, research out there sources resources out there these days that you can find any kind of teacher that's going to make you comfortable. Yeah, just oh, got to keep right. keep working on finding that person, right, Anita? Right, right. Yep. When the student is ready, the teacher will come. Yeah, that's right. Yes, thank so, you for that. Well, you know they what? They can call you, too, so yeah. Yeah, you know? yep. yeah, please do. I mean, I'm more than happy to work with um, new people all the time. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, Anita, Angela, we're going to have to wrap it up tonight. And Anita, we have truly enjoyed our conversations. I know our listeners will too. We want to thank you for being with us tonight. And for more information about Anita Destino, you can visit her at her website, anitadestino.com and, uh, or her website, selfcareresults.com. Or you can call them at area code 720-413-7303. We'll be back next week with another edition of Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann. And to find out when our show can be heard on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit www.xzbn.net. For more information about Heart to Heart Radio Show, visit hearttoheartradioshow.com or prodigaljourneys.com. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net.
You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.